we visited my sister this week, traveling between cool, sunny San Diego and very hot Indio, California. It's not the same here since my mom died in 2014. My sister Jessica and I reminisced. What did Ruth, my mom, believe happened after death? She thought her body died and her spirit lived. She hoped her spirit would come back in a monarch butterfly. My mom, born Jewish, rejected organized religion after surviving the Holocaust. My other sister thinks our mom was atheist. An atheist is someone who does not believe in the existence of a god or any gods. Our parents wanted us to have a religious education and brought us up Unitarian. In later years, Ruth described herself as a Unitarian, a cross between Jewish and Unitarian. Growing up Unitarian, I appreciated the wonder of the different ways people feel spiritual, whether or not they recognize a God. Welcome to Health Hats, the podcast. I'm Danny Van Leeuwen, a two-legged cisgender old white man of privilege who knows a little about a lot of health care and a lot about very little. We will listen and learn about what it takes to adjust to life's realities in the awesome circus of health care. Let's make some sense of all of this. <music> believe in a personified God. She doesn't want, prefer, or demand anything. They are a power I can't conceive of, can't really know. I find comfort in the mystery of the unknown. So I'm not religious, but I feel spiritual. If God is the name for spirit, then I believe in God. If God rules and judges us, I don't believe in God. I have never felt that I had to judge someone else's beliefs. My intuition finds deep suspicion of anyone or any religion that uses their religion to divide, who thinks their way is the only way and finds others wrong or evil. How can they know? The wonder and mystery of life and non-life calms me. The awe energizes me. Connection for me, not division. I don't know if I'll come back as something when I go, but I'm sure there's more to life than cells and the physical. The first time I felt spirit, I don't know, I was eight or nine, and my opa, who was a survivor of the Bergen-Belsen concentration camp, put his hands on my head in a prayer during a Seder. The energy I felt through his hands awoke me and calmed me as I'd never experienced. Meeting my children for the first time at their birth, they appeared fully formed with distinct personalities. My younger son seemed immediately an old soul. 
When we first started reading to him, he insisted we read back to front, Hebrew style. Personality infused with an old spirit. Birth and death begin and end corporeal life, physical life. Perhaps spirit exists separately, differently. We traveled to India in the desert to visit my dear friend Luke Pelletier on this vacation. Twenty years ago, Luke took me to the Kripalu Center for Yoga and Health in Western Mass after our son Mike Funk died. Death, dying, and grief had drained my spiritual, emotional, and physical reserves. I felt sucked dry. The week we spent of silent mornings, macrobiotic diet, and meditation quickly began to heal my soul, my spirit. My mental and physical health would take longer to begin healing. Mike's incredible spiritual strength while dying showed me the power of spiritual health. As his body decayed before our eyes, his spirit grew stronger and more vibrant. As you've heard me say before, spiritual health trumps physical health any day. Mike died well. Now a word about our sponsor, Abridge. Use Abridge to record your doctor visit. Push the big pink button and record the conversation. Read the transcript or listen to clips when you get home. Check out the app at abridge.com. A-B-R-I-D-G-E dot com. Or download it on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Record your healthcare conversations. Let me know how it went. So why bring this up and share in a podcast? I'm on vacation. It's on my mind. I'm wired to share what's on my mind. Here on vacation, I feel acutely aware of bone tiredness, cellular fatigue, It's really my steady state with multiple sclerosis. What gets me up and moving through the day? Spirit, I think. It's extracorporeal, beyond physical, a different existence. The closest I can come to a sensation of spirit is a fire, an internal fire that warms me, provides light and peace. I can call that fire God. Perhaps when that spirit fire resides in me, I call that my soul. Yet spirit requires care, just as cells do. Spiritual health needs nurturing, appreciating, routines, just as mental and physical health. For me, connecting with warm, positive, supporting people nurtures my spirit as do music, art, mindfulness, and gratitude. So put all this together. I'm a spiritual, not a religious person. 
I care for my spiritual health and feel grateful that spiritual strength allows me to often operate at peak mental and physical performance. Gratefulness strengthens my spirit. Gratefulness could be considered prayer. I sense spirit. I can receive God with meditation, intuition, and gratefulness. Oh, goodness, I didn't expect to deliver this rambling, spacey rant. What was I thinking? Well, why not? When I pause, I can reflect and create space for that spiritual health. Next week begins a two-part series in a conversation with a family, the Tomoffs, living together through 25 years of son, brother, Ryan's five bouts with cancer. The whole family shows incredible spiritual strength. So, till next week, onward. Thanks to Kayla Nelson, web and social media coach, and Joey Van Leeuwen, musician and arranger. See the show notes, previous podcasts, and other resources through my website, www.health-hats.com. Please subscribe and contribute. If you like it, share it. Thanks. See you around the block.